real profound here at My Dumb Friends. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the show, everybody. We're here. Uh, he's been. Uh, he is. A, oh my God. Hey, wait, hey, the first time I'm gearing hey, down. Hey, he's been on. It's uh, Harry. Harry. Uh, you, know, you see him on John Oliver, Half Hour Comedy Central presents, and legit. Al Jackson, everybody. Yeah. Hey, Al! Oh, thanks Bella. for doing this, bud. First intro ever. <laughs> he's one of our favorite guests. Dude, so my, my beard is intimidated being here. Uh, yeah, well... Uh, you, you call know, that a beard, Al? It's a racist on. thing. I well, here's the thing, Al. That we have beards for... We're covering something right, up. You right. don't have to cover yeah, anything you up. Know, you have a chin. You have a chin, also, exactly. <laughs> as I understand, I feel like... And this maybe is a racist thing, but like, it's harder for black guys to grow beards as far as, like... I don't think... I don't know. Yeah, Not some, a martyr, some black guys sometimes, can. Sometimes, like, I don't know. No, that, like first of all, perception. that's very accurate. A lot yeah. of, uh, I grew up, obviously, with a lot of black dudes. A lot of my friends just straight can't grow hair in their face. Like, yeah. straight up. And some, a lot of Puerto Rican guys are like that, too. Yeah. Uh, but my or, black or friends they, that could grow a beard, I feel like our awkward phase of the beard is way longer, and you're going to get clowns, so it's very difficult. Yeah, yeah, you have to get past this all the awkward. It's, it's, like, it's like the puberty of the beard. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like, look at the Kimbo slice. Looks terrible. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, almost yeah. every black yeah. guy I know with a beard, it doesn't. I'm it's like a patchy. Good. It looks like it's taped on. What's his name? Common looks really good. Yeah, Common's got a good beard. He's a good looking man though. I feel yeah, like I think... anything that's gonna happen is <laughs> yeah, gonna look good. Yeah, yeah. And, da- and didn't when Danny Glover grows a beard, he looks good, doesn't he? He had a beard a couple times. It's a solid sure. beard. I like how we went from common to Danny Glover. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of good black dude beards. Yeah, yeah. James Harden. You guys watch basketball? Oh yeah, yeah. He's got a good. He's one. got a really good beard. He's got a good. He beard plays beard. for uh, Houston. Houston Rockets. The guy oh, with the mohawk. And yeah, the... yeah. I know who that is. Yeah, yeah. I still can't believe Oklahoma City got rid of that guy. I, I just should have. I, I told I told my buddy this. I feel like the 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 GM for Oklahoma City just like he comes home after they've lost again. And his wife just has a bottle of like really good scotch because they're rich, yeah. and just James Harden's rookie card, and just he just gives them an hour to, to drink it off every night. They had the four best players on in the <laughs> league on their team, yeah. and they just gave him away like yeah, for no yeah. reason. Yeah, yeah. He, he didn't even. They were just like, just oh, bad you know, decisions. It still doesn't make sense why they got rid of James Harden. That was the craziest trade it's, that I've ever seen. I think they Does just he have a personality problem because I mean Percy Harvin just left the Seahawks because apparently. Not to date this podcast for when it comes out, but because apparently he's like a psychopath. Yes, that's what I heard. Yeah, but I've never heard about that about James Harden. Yeah, but this has been like the year of just all the football guys and well, some basketball guys this coming out as not like psychopaths or other problems. I don't know. Apparently, this is the Percy Harvin. I heard this, and I don't think it came out that Percy Harvin threw a weight at one of the coaches' heads. Holy, and that's shit. why in Seattle and in Minnesota, that's why they got rid of him there. But they didn't want to. They didn't tell anybody because I know somebody's kind of close to the Vikings organization. You know. Wow. Man. Really? It's like under wraps. I guess. Think about we that. Broke that it must here. happen. That must, yeah, yeah, yeah. that must happen a lot. There must be so much shit that you don't know about because their PR people get to it first. Yeah, but I think they stir up shit too. I don't know. I just think football is harder because there's so many. First of all, not only is everybody super aggressive and big dudes. Yeah. But yeah. you have to be fucking crazy. To get yeah. to that level of football. And then, what is there, 53 guys? So you can't watch. Not that it's easier to watch 12 basketball players, but to have 53 roided up psychopaths oh, yeah. that have been just, have been concussed th- there's just multiple t- there's times. There's like yeah. testosterone mist just on the field. Yeah. Well, and it's just so funny, too, because like you look at like Terry Bradshaw on the morning show now, and he's like this fun old grandpa guy. But he was the quarterback for one of the most physically imposing <laughs> Brutal teams yeah. in NFL history was known as a real motherfucker 
on and off the field, but yeah. now they've like remade him into like everyone's well, favorite grandpa. Well, it's also a thing where there's times where I've watched him on that show where he's the commentator, and when they give him shit, he, so he can't take it sometimes. He gets, yeah, really, like, he's off. just not used. He's, to yeah, it. He, yeah. He, nobody he forgets nobody, his role. He forgets you know? his role like, of like the, really the goofy guy. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and yeah. he's like, "Fuck you, cocksuckers!" <laughs> 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 I'm fucking four-time Super Bowl <laughs> yeah. winner. Yeah, he just murders them. But like that's that also that must happen because you get. It, it, it is a testosterone thing. You get to his age, you have way less testosterone. Yeah. You don't have wow. that. You don't have that rage that. in you. Well, I think that uh, here's another thing too, where I think like with athletes, they don't really know how to give shit because like comedians, we know how to give shit. Like we can think of the meanest purse thing to say about the guy in the room, make it funny, and if the guy's another comic, like nine times out of ten, he's gonna laugh and be like, "All right, that was pretty fucking good." Yeah. But athletes, like when they give each other shit, it's it's like, "Look at this guy's tie!" Like they never go that deep. Yeah. No. <laughs> because if they yeah. do, they know it's gonna like turn into. Yeah. yeah. Remember when you beat the shit out of your wife? <laughs> and and also, it's it. I mean, these head injuries are affecting these sure. human beings. I mean, Big time. I have uh, one of my best friends in the world. He played Division One college football, and he was like, he doesn't think he played one game in high school without a concussion. Oh my god! Not one, and then you add four. He only played like, his even first if it was year, minor, even if it was minor. Yeah, like, he was just like he was. Uh, he, he was like there be, and obviously it's diagnosed now. But when when I went to school in the late nineties, from ninety, uh, you know ninety five, and he was like you know they they would be laughing about. It. They'd be like you know your cornerback would just come back to the huddle, and he would literally just be babbling about a McDonald's Holy order or something, shit. and they'd be like, oh yeah, Dan's out of it. Fuck you know your quarterback just is completely unconscious, just like. They'd be in the huddle. They'd be like, "That's not a play." Yeah, Cherry yeah. eighty seven like, is not a play. But yeah, they, and it's yeah. like it's it's like yeah, these are sixteen year old kids that have that many head injuries that they're already. Yeah, this is how you know. I watched one of those those. Th- I think it was a thirty for thirty or one of those specials on ESPN once. And I just happened to catch it. I don't watch it in, like regularly, but yeah. it was. And this is how you know football's bad because it was about soccer. It was about this kid. You heard about that kid that like died. Yeah, he died from his head injuries just from soccer. He played soccer from when he was like right. six. And then, then what happened is, that over time, they realized as the more the more headers they do in soccer, they fuck themselves up. It's like getting into a car accident yeah. every time. It's like it's like you're, you're just you're basically just knocking around your brain inside your skull. Right. And that's soccer. And granted, there's no helmet, but think about how much harder the hits are in football. Yeah. And if soccer gave this guy this crazy disease where he died like two years, I forget the disease, but he died like two years. I don't think it was Lou Gehrig's. I think it was like something else. But like he died like two years later from 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 playing soccer. Right. Yeah. And it was like the saddest it's like the saddest thing ever. I feel like they we keep we keep looking at all the the symptoms. They're like you can't do headers and you can't play football and you can't uh you go snowboarding and like yeah, I don't know if yeah. you saw uh that yeah. that movie the uh the the real picture something about that snowboarder that died or that snow that snowboarder that uh that was like up against Sean White and he was like starting to beat him a lot. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, it was called uh, Well, no, he's still alive, but, but he's Sean White he's, just high five just he's got, Drake about Sean, 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 Sean White kind of came off like a douche in that. Yeah, movie. yeah. I'm sure he kind of huge douche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like all these things like we're looking at these sports it's like you cannot bang your head against shit. That's why wrestlers are fucking crazy. You cannot. This is yeah. the only well, brain you have. Yeah. You they can have the tra- most tragic ends ever. Yes, they've been getting sl- people think oh, it's fake. That dude is fucking. If 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 just like you, if you just shove me down right now, yeah. if you just it would just hurt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know yeah, we're yeah, comics. Yeah, yeah. It would just like for me to pull myself back off the ground, and that happened yeah. two hundred times a day. Yeah, over and over with guys that are in shape. It's until gonna, they're it's in gonna their forties. It's gonna be fucking yeah. bad. Dude. It's, it's bad. It's, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Brutal. The, the, the lesson: Do not play sports. 
Yeah. Don't play any Which sports. you probably don't if you listen to this podcast. <laughs> probably not. This isn't usually a sports yeah, podcast. Yeah, so, so what do you do then? What do you well, do with your, what do you think? Do you do stand-up comedy? Or just, just oh. in like uh, in the future. <laughs> like what are you going to, you think it's just going to be, like what do you think people are going to guide their kids into? Um, I don't know. Sports I, will Texas, still, they'll still do football. No, football know? football will never die because it's the it biggest thing ever in this money. country. It makes people said that about boxing though. Boxing well, just got less popular because fighting. Yeah. Well, no, boxing went out because of the corruption, because nobody believes that it's that the fix isn't in. Right. And and because people are some people are still into boxing, but boxing is the type of thing. If boxing wasn't so muddled with a lot with so, so much bullshit, that I think, and that there was if there was a guy like um, if there was a Tyson right now, boxing would be popular. Yeah. I, I think that's the only reason. Like why. I don't think it's the injuries or anything like that. I think because nobody's like nobody, in America, especially in America, no nobody's looking at violence. Going, oh my god, it's too violent. Nobody says it's too violent. <laughs> only the people true. don't watch sports or aren't into sports say that shit. I, I, most yeah. of the country is sports fans. I I think it'd be ultimate. I think ultimate fighting is really what killed it because you know like it, who wants to watch it, the it helped match? it helped kill it it helped <laughs> kill it. It helped. Well, this is the thing. Ultimate Fighting, it got better. I don't know if you remember when it first started. Well, they, it they, M- they, yeah, it was just MMA It was just guys. dudes, MMA yeah, guys who were on the g- grappling on the ground. Like they were just hugging each other for 20 minutes, and then one gets up. He's like, oh, that the guy in the blue shorts won. Nobody, like, you like, don't even know how they win. Yeah. They won. But then they started letting, like, kickboxers in and, like, uh, kung fu guys and shit like that, like yeah. MMA-type guys, like, with other Well, specialties. I also think that, like, with football, like, like none of us here can, like, uh, can kid ourselves into thinking that we could ever be a quarterback. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No, but with fighting, not. you still have the thing of, I that's... can kick that guy's ass. And that's so intrinsic. So I think but boxing becomes less is... impressive because you're like, I don't know, maybe there's nothing to this, but I'm just thinking of, I don't know, maybe, you know what, fuck what I just no, said. No, you're, basically what you're, what you're saying. I like saying, where you're going, though. But I, I know what you're saying, but what you're yeah. saying is the same thing as somebody being like, seeing a comic and going, oh, I'm funnier than that guy. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I think yeah. that it's the same. But the, but the boxes are, the boxes are at the, at, they are at the same level as like a, a football player. Like, you know how it's decided? Yeah. The level of talent is so much higher. Oh, than it's what so we're much doing. higher. It's so much, I can't imagine being a professional boxer. Like, That'd when you're a professional athlete, it's decided when you're what? Fucking ten years old when you're twelve yeah. years old and they yeah. and they see you just running circles Unless around everybody. Uh, right. Jason Pierre Paul, who he he got into football when he was like sixteen. Right, he's on the Giants, but he had it the whole he time. Some, he had yeah. it the whole time. Well, you have genetic. To, gen, it's genetics. It's genetics. My did sister, you, my sister was trying to. Ever? I played basketball when I was, I played PAL basketball oh, right, when I was a kid. Coach. Yeah. My, well, no, no, I, I liked basketball also, and but I was like, I'm, I was not athletic. And then I played soccer when I was eight. I just had the most fucked up thought ever. I was what, about to say, no, <laughs> I it, my dad's that. dead. Don't well, do no, it. What saying, is it? The disappointment of watching you as a basketball player <laughs> is the reason your father's dead. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Sean, I was thinking it too. <laughs> I think he would have had like ten more years left of the tick. Oh, <laughs> but he's like, my son can't even do a layup. Oh. <laughs> Dude, I that might have done it. That might have ended the podcast. <laughs> Holy shit! If that is gonna you end, it, it'd be a good of garbage. <laughs> oh my god! I like how he said, like, "Couldn't have learned how to pass, Sean." I usually don't care. <laughs> well, I usually don't care what anything this kid says. That fucking did it. Here, here's what happens though. It's like when somebody says, 
I had a thought, but I don't want to say it. And then you're like, just say it. And then they say, you're like, well, you could have fucking said that. And it was 10 times worse than I ever, you could have done. Oh, I did not expect that. Also, especially coming from a guy where he was like, he said he had all these roast. We, we did his roast. He was like, I have all these bad roast jokes for you. And none of them are really that bad. So yeah. he was just now he's like, I shouldn't say this. I'm like, yeah. no, come on, pussy. Fucking say it. That was... and, oh, wow. That was bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is somebody tired? You fucking no, cranky I'm not baby. Tired at all. I'm away. Oh, my that God. That woke me up. I'm ready to wow. do it. Wow, that's the first time I've ever been insulted by a dead sorry, dad thing. I'm wow, no, <laughs> fuck it. I said say it. I'm not gonna. Not gonna say it. <laughs> well, because I remember shit. that one time you. I like, might need to go. Take a nap. I mentioned your dead dad and you and Taylor, and you pretended that you got offended just so you could fuck. No, with it was me. me and you, and I fucked with you. No, it was Taylor Ketchum was there too. Oh, did I? I did yeah, that yeah. twice then. Yeah. One yeah. time I sat down. Yeah, I, yeah, I did fuck with you. Yeah. Have yeah. you ever said something that you really regretted to somebody? Like for yeah, like you recently? mean foot in yeah. your mouth? You mean like, foot in your mouth situation? Yeah, where you're just like, oh sh- shit. Yeah. Not even like cracking a joke, but just like you just missed and you were like, oh. Fuck. Oh, do you want to know mine? Yes. You, you have one too, right? I want to hear yours. Okay. I, feel like mine's not I that went bad. back. I went to Manhattan. I think I might have said this once before. I'll tell it quick. Yeah. I went to Manhattan College for a year in the Bronx. Okay. And then while I was there, there was this kid that I was friends with the first week at the orientation. And then when we got to school, oh, he started. Told the story, he, yeah, 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 but I'll tell him real quick. Okay. He started ignoring me, right? I was like, fuck this kid, this fucking asshole. So then what happens is the whole year goes by. I had other friends in the school that I over. Okay. <laughs> Here's the thing I, go, I didn't go back to Manhattan College next year, but I went back to visit my friends. And I'm in my friend Timmy's dorm room, and we're going through his pictures, and I see that guy in one of the pictures. And I go, Adam, without even thinking, because I knew what I'm about to say, I, I knew something happened, but I didn't realize it was the person. And I saw a picture of the kid, and out of nowhere, really loudly, I go, that kid's a dick. Like that, right? Yeah. And my friend Randy was there, goes, uh, and I go, and I look at Randy, then I look at Tim, and Tim goes, uh, that's my friend Bill. Over the summer, he was on a camping trip, and he fell off a cliff, and he died. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and my friend Randy thought I was kidding, thought I knew it, and I was fucking with him. Oh, and I'm like, no, why would I do that? And he was like, bah, bah. He was like dying laughing, like silently under his breath. Oh, oh, it's the best when, well, we had that. You had that with me and uh, our one friend where I made fun of this girl, and uh, I've never seen you laugh harder, but he couldn't laugh. Because I was, we were hanging out with our friend. I, he just say his name, but I won't say the girl we were talking. He, my our friend Who was Colin, it? who's a comic. And Col- I, Colin. I, oh. oh, yeah. And I made a joke because he's like, it was oh. in Ireland too. Yeah, I made. He's like, oh, my one friend, this female friend, is hooking up with this other guy. And uh, I was like, do you imagine watching? Because they're they were both bigger. And I was like, yeah. do you imagine like, since of, like watching those whales fuck or something? <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> I forget what I said. And then it got really silent. And then Colin goes. She, She's uh, she's actually a, a good friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm so I'm so sorry. And then I watched Sean is beat red, <laughs> like loving it, like, just loving how awkward and awful the interact. How much did you love that? When oh, that was- it was great. It was so great. Because <laughs> this guy, the guy who it is, is this guy Colin? He's Dempsey. the nicest he guy Colin. ever. He's the nicest guy in the world. We were in Ireland. He's Irish. He's from Dublin, but we were in Belfast for this thing that we did. Yeah. And uh, and he was just like, because he didn't, he didn't, he was so mad. He was so mad. <laughs> he was really. He mad. was so pissed. <laughs> but he's such a nice guy. He just like took it, and then his, I, my face was red, and his face was like red with anger. Like he was, yeah, he was getting that red. Irish and red John face. John like wanted to. You wanted to like just blurt out laughing the whole time. I wanted to. You know what it was? I also because I didn't realize how mad he was at first. So I was, I was about to do that. So and then, then I saw like, how. But then you wanted to laugh more when you oh, saw. Oh yeah, him of course. Him. Yeah, of course. Oh, uh, it was great. Oh shit. Why? What's yours? Yeah. When you put your foot there, in your it mouth? just and this is and this is before before I get to that story. Just yeah. what you said.
said about the whales made me think of this story. I worked with um, that comedian John Fox before he died, like right before he died. Uh, Do you ever hear, hear about him? He's that road legend. Uh, no. I've heard the name. I just don't... Uh, Stan Hope wrote an article about him called "The Ghost of Christmas Future for Comics." Okay. He was just talking. I mean, this guy's like a legendary drunk. I, I was talking to to, to Pardo about He's like him. The Bukowski of comedy. He really he was Rodney Dangerfield's opener. Yeah. And he was the next guy. He was about to be. I think he may have even been doing some, some like you know, ten thousand seat theaters in the eighties. Like he oh, was, wow. he was the guy that Dangerfield was bequeathing the throne to. Yeah. Uh, but he was a huge drunk and a huge alcoholic to the point where like Pardo told me one time. This is back when in the eighties because he's a Chicago guy too. Yeah. Pardo said he was leaving a bar. And he said John Fox was at the bar pissing into a trash can and throwing up into another one. <laughs> and he goes, see you later, Jimmy. Like this is like the level of yeah. dude. So you put uh, That's a talent right there. You've put uh, he blew everything. He had a, a couple pilots. Uh, and he just blew it all. He literally yeah. he he and that's what you should read. Just it. just from his behavior. Just, just from yeah. he was from he was so out of control yeah. Yeah, that yeah, he yeah. was like he couldn't. Yeah. Multiple deals just blew everything. Oh god. And uh, it was a really cool article Stan Hope wrote. And I remember it was cool because I got to talk, got to talk to John Fox about his and it, and he was like he was really hurt by that article that Doug wrote. But it was like very true. It's just like basically the premise of Doug's article is like as comics, what's that day where you have that last scotch where you go from like. I'm fun, Dan, and I'm to you're just a drunk. Yeah. Like what's yeah, that? Right. What's that cliff? What's the, that? That yeah. guy fell off of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. it's just like where you're just a drunk and you're not a comic hanging yeah. out. So anyway, I work with this guy like um, oh, man. So you maybe, were, this is relatively you, you were young, relatively young. Uh, he, this was two years ago, so he oh, okay. was be. Uh, so he's still had, he's still doing pretty good. He he, he, he was I middling. You're, you're, he was middling for me, which is oh, cra- that's the crazy thing. Uh, that is brutal. So, yes, dude. Holy this guy was shit. doing fucking theater, son, with wow. Dangerfields. Just quit at and, that point. Yeah, just stop you know, doing like, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a bartending job. So we're at the Crackers in Indianapolis, oh, God. and I call a, I called the club, and I was like. Oh, who's middling this week? Because I know a bunch of comics from Indy. My wife's from Indy. Yeah, yeah. So I go, who's middling this week? The guy goes, John Fox. So have fun with that. And hangs the phone up. Uh, whoa! <laughs> That's he, kind of a dick move. He has so many. your fault? This dude has so many fucking it. DUIs. He had to take a bus up from Milwaukee <laughs> to come middle. We get there, and I just know, as soon as I walked uh, in on a Wednesday, and he just like gets me in the corner, he goes, he's hammered. He goes, do you know who I am? I'm like, yeah. He goes, do you know who I am? He was like, the only reason I'm meddling is I had a corporate gig fall through bullshit. Yeah, I had yeah, a corporate yeah. gig, and I'm up here, so Ruth Ann said I could meddle. So oh we God, start awful. the first night that he goes up for me. It's a Crackers is a is a Wednesday through uh, yeah, Wednesday yeah. through Sunday. I just did the downtown. One. So he's yeah. already he's that's where we were. We're downtown, when, yeah, and yeah. he's wasted before the show starts. Beyond wasted. <laughs> Like waste, you disrespect the word wasted when you describe how, I, how he's do you survive because, because he's making he, eye contact with you. He yeah, but he's, he's in like, his sixties, right? He yeah, he was yeah, at this yeah, point. Maybe, yeah. but he looked like he was eight. I mean, his body's just beat to so shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so he he goes up for a show, and it's you know it's Wednesday night, and he I don't care what anybody does in front of me. We counted, me and the MC counted. He said fuck seventy seven times. Wow, in a twenty minute set. He was just, ah, oh, you fucking audience, come up here, you fucking, what just the fuck? Yes, he's, <laughs> I mean, fucking eating his dick. So Thursday, they, uh, you know, they get to the club, they're like, John, please don't curse, just go up and be nice to the audience. 
Thursday show comes, and there's two <laughs> really. This was a Wednesday you had to do. That it? was this was just Wednesday, which is <laughs> shitty to begin with. Yeah. Wednesday, yeah. Yeah. we still have six shows to go. Oh my god! And then, and then how did you do after that? Was it just? It was. A fun. I had to address it, but it was just like the you're audience. The, you're the warm them up, basically. Yeah, yeah, because you go out. You know, how, like you go out and you look at the audience in the eyes, and you're just like. We all just experienced something. Like yeah. guys are like, I'm sitting here with my girl, and this guy's fucking bananas. So the next so it night, it wasn't even like people weren't getting angry; they were just weirded out. It was just, I mean, yeah, because they're good audiences. They're not yeah. going to be yeah. like, yeah, yeah, these are regular people. They're rowdy. Work. Yeah, this is yeah. like this Thursday night at eight o'clock, and we got a couple of drinks, and you just watching the comedy show, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so Friday comes, and they come. You know, they, you know, they're like, John, we need you to be clean the show just be clean so john gets up there and he's just eating his dick early show and he just turns to this like this couple in the front row you know like there's just this bar in yeah. the front you yeah, know? yeah yeah it looks like a strip club it, it almost looks yeah. like almost like a sushi bar yeah yeah, strip yeah, club, yeah, yeah yeah where you just like you can put your elbows on the thing and he, and he just turns this <laughs> like this couple was both north of four bills yeah. and he just like in the middle of a set he goes ah where did they find a bed big enough for you two to fuck in? <laughs> <laughs> it just like it brought me so much joy. <laughs> like my, like you know, like instantly uh, your body hating this yeah. guy to loving. It was just, it was so mean. The crowd was done with it. <laughs> and I guess these were like regulars. They like they yeah. always come to the Saturday, uh, the Friday eight. Okay, so they yeah. they complained. So. The club. This is how comedy clubs work. They fired John that night, but because they're a comedy club, they forgot to tell him. So <laughs> Saturday, this is this is just one of my favorites. So Saturday, <clears throat> you know, you just did the crackers. You know, I, this is the best thing I say about that club. They're nice to you, but they also their shows run like fucking military time. Yeah, it's they like, do. Dude, they start yeah. that fucking show. That show yep. starts at like seven forty-five and nine thirty. Exactly the minute when they get off. Dude, I mean to the minute, bro. They even got that little clock at the bottom near yep. your feet so you can yeah. see where it's you actually, are. It's actually, I actually like it. Me I like too. when shows are fucking Dude, streamlined like that. The show yeah. runs, baby. The show yeah. runs. So, and the thing is, I don't know if they put you up in that fucking Marriott Townhood suite. Yeah, it's nice. And it's also 45 minutes from the club. Yeah, yeah it's nice <laughs> close. It's fucking yeah, you're right. super far. So, it's the wintertime, and we're on a tight schedule. They're like, we need you. We need John in the lobby. So, I'm downstairs. When on the MC, the MC's like, I don't know where John is. We're calling his room. He's not answering the phone. So, we're like, oh, shit. <laughs> So, but wait, they fired him. I thought already. They didn't tell him, Dan. Why would they, Dan? They so just they, forgot. They just fired him, and no one told him. But so there was. But so they were going to pick middle, him up still. Who's the middle he, then? They they had a local guy just come and he oh, was waiting okay. on the club. But they didn't tell. So we're waiting on a guy that's been fired. But we don't even know. We're just in the lobby because you know he's still going to come. Yeah, and yeah. so we have the whole show with us. We have the MC picking us up, me and the middle. So the, the whole show is yeah. at the well, hotel. Technically, you could have just away. left him there, and he would have been. Well, we. <laughs> so we um. So we're calling his room. He's not answering. So I'm like, I'm going to wait in the lobby. MC goes up, bangs on his door, like bangs on his fucking door. And he said, like, I, like out of nowhere from behind the door, he goes, fuck. Like, you just hear, like, you just hear somebody yell, fuck. It's like, like, the show is starting in 25 minutes. And so he said, John swings the door open. He's in his underwear. His hair's disheveled. He goes, and he just kind of gives him that look like, May I help you? Like what? And he was Holy like, shit. "John, we we have a show right now. You need to get dressed." He's like, "Oh, all right. I'm sorry. Okay." So I can close the door and it's like, "Get dressed." And then he said, "There's nothing for like two minutes," and so he just went back to bed. 
So oh he's my banging God. on the door again like, John, get up. And he said from inside, he just hears, fuck. <laughs> he just keeps waking him up again. <laughs> and so he said he had to stand in there while he got So drunk. you guys don't know he's been fired either. Fuck no. Yeah, we're yeah. just like, we're waiting on this fucking drunk. And the other middle is just waiting at yes, the club. Yes, and we knew this was going to happen before the week started. I don't know why. I think it's just sad. You yeah, know, it's like, super trying to, sad. Trying to give a friend like their last gig. So we get to the club. He goes up. First show is whatever. Second show, he goes to sleep <laughs> in the green room. It. You know that couch in the green room. Yeah. He goes to sleep in that in on that couch. And I mean he is asleep. He's not <laughs> conscious. He is asleep. <laughs> and I'm a dickhead, so I'm not gonna wake him up. Because yeah. the MC's up and the MC does like twelve. And the no one comes and they're like, yo, you got it. So I just I, I go get the manager. I got John. He's gone, I think. And I go, John. Wait, but I don't understand. I thought the middle's there. They, he was just he there. They, they, they let him do a guest spot because they, I guess, they didn't want to fire him on the last night. Like Ruth Ann, the owner, knows this guy, known him for so like they didn't years. wait. So they didn't fire him. They, they just... fired him, but they didn't tell him. So once he showed up, they were like, "Fuck it, just let him go up." And yeah. they, they let the other guy do guest spots. It was yeah. fucking ridiculous. Yeah, just the worst scenario ever. So yeah. he's passed out in the green room, like passed out, passed out, passed out, unconscious. So he's got his coat over his head. He's on stage, in. 120 seconds, he's on stage. He is asleep. So the manager walks over like he's got his back turned. He's on the couch. He goes over and shakes his shoulders like, John, get up, man. You got a set. And John lifts his jacket and goes, ready to rock and roll, baby, and goes right back to bed. Like, like right back to sleep. So, this, is the, this is the entire reason I told this story for this next line that this man said, I, it's going to sound like a lie. This is what he said in the green room before the Saturday Late Show. So he goes back to back to sleep with his jacket. And John goes, John shakes his, he goes, John, you're up in a minute. Let's go. And John lifts his jacket and goes, I'll take some bacon or some toast if you have. He just started ordering breakfast. And that manager goes, would you like some brie? Like, it was like so quick. How he but he, I mean, and that was the last I ever saw of him. And he, he passed on like two months later. But it's just like he took the blue so pill. you saw you him know? right at the end. I saw it was like literally Elvis in his fat suit. It was like this guy. I mean, God, it's crazy. But like. That I don't made think you work harder, probably. Though, yeah, right? it's, dude. It's just like you see that this can go. I mean, this guy was the next dude. He, yeah. it, you know, and he was. I remember he was telling me he's like fucking Roseanne used to sleep on my couch. Where's my fucking deal? Like just go. Like yeah. he would. Like, Wait, all wha- these, all, said that like wha- that weekend. Yeah, he said it that weekend. Oh, he God. he knew all these guys the when worst, they were coming up. Like he was it's the worst existence the next in the world. dude. You know, and I think it just he made him so bitter. He literally just drank himself to death. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's sad. Yeah, it's cautionary. There's so many of those. There's so many cautionary tales. Oh, God. Yeah, it's uh. You should read that Stanhope article though. But that I I that guy middle for me, <laughs> two months before he died. <laughs> Fucking holy shit. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. That's brutal. Because he's got to be half your age, and he's just watching. Oh my God, the new generation just fucking. No, double his age. Lap him. Yeah, I mean, double your age. I'm sorry. But yeah, I just there's a point where you run out of chances. And I was talking to somebody about this last week. I f- I feel like I don't know what the exact age is, but I think there's a point where people don't give a fuck. Like if you're 19 yeah. and you get yeah. hooked on heroin, like you can kick it and right. you know get in rehab and. You, Go to school. Live a great life. Yeah. yeah, it's like, but it, I think when you're like 47, if you're still fucking up, people are like, well, maybe this, maybe this didn't Never didn't work for this you. This is it. This yeah. is the last. I stop. have that in my head too, where I'm like, if I'm 50, 
and I am eking out a fucking living, I don't know. I, I would change a lot of shit. Yeah. I don't want to be that. You don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be. I don't want to be that. That's my no. my biggest fear is being that. Dude, guy. I'm 30 and I'll see people who, like now who are like 24 or 25 and get to the big and I'm like, was that it? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's not, well, it's not a thing, but it is that realization of like, oh, I'm not the spring chicken anymore. You know what I mean? Right. I'm doing well, yeah. and I could, you know, at some point rise to something. But, like, I'm not going to be the young Eddie Murphy, 19 years old, or the young, you know, no, whatever. Right. But I think we still see ourselves as that. I still yeah. see myself as, like, this young guy that's growing. It's like, you're not fucking young. You're 37, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, I'm you're not like this yeah, this yeah. new kid on the block, like this right. lucky. It's, uh, and, and, and I think, like, uh, you know, you, you do see younger guys. I also see guys. Have you ever thought about, do you have, like, a comic in your life that you want to tell them to stop? Oh, oh my yeah, God! Yeah, of course. Yeah, I have. I just yeah, thought I have, of one. I just yeah. thought of mine. Did, yeah, it depends on what you, what you mean but, by stop. Like, like don't do this. Go yes. enjoy your life. We probably you mean, know. Go you enjoy mean, your wife. You mean like t- a uh, like a open micer or a or a fucking per- someone a newer or, person? Like you said, almost somebody that's like just doing gig like nonsense gigs and yeah. you know, but like still like they're trying to live this like hard and true like comic life. But it's like. You should probably just hang out with your girl a lot and go to your well, kids' games. Yeah, here's the thing yeah. about like when you have a kid. I this is what I think. If like if you're if, when you have a kid, if you're not headlining, you probably should quit. Wow, you know, like That's I would go as gangsta. far as that. Like because I, I think that, that I, point I is kid's life. You know, you have a kid, but yeah. you're a headlining. You know what I mean? You've yeah. been on TV and all this. It's different. If you had that kid, I don't know when you were had a, were featuring. Do you think that you would have think- stayed in it? Or no? No, that's why, like, I heard you said, and I was like, man, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense because unless you're, unless be you're, on, the, unless you're you know? on the brink, if you're, like, let's say you already have a, a, a live at Gotham under your belt, and, like, you're mm-hmm. on somebody's radar, you're living in a major city, and you're, yeah, you're yeah. working, even if you're working yeah. in that city, I always tell people more than anything, you should... You could still have a day job and do comedy for a long time. I think yeah. every comic wants to have this, like, I've got to quit and throw myself in it. Yeah, like, you no. probably don't. Yeah, if you're making a good amount of money and you can do comedy still, you should do it. Yeah. If, you have a, if you find out your wife's pregnant and you're not at least making, I'd say, like $50,000 50, a year yeah. for comedy, fair. then anything under that, maybe forty, okay, but definitely anything under forty, fuck that. Right. You well, know, it's also like that was like else. what you were saying about how you know they have that laugh show now. You yeah. Done that laugh show. I, 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 I saw the the thing for it. Yeah. Somebody. Well, it's, well, there's a big issue with that laugh show because they don't pay comics. Well, right. yeah. And and I I I agree with I it. Agree. I think it's fucking stupid. And it's even if you just paid them a ceremonial twenty bucks just to be like, hey, you're you're talented. You yeah. But one point you brought up is you talked. There was some well, local guys from some of these towns they go to with that show. They were like. Yeah, it's like the saddest thing ever because they're like, "Well, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm 35. I'm, I haven't, I have, I'm on, like you said, I'm on nobody's radar. Uh, this is a chance for me to be on TV. My family can check it out. So that's why I do it. And it's like that's sad, but it's also realistic at the same time. I guess. Yeah, but I, you know, that, but then it's like, fuck you, you know, because it's F- like, well, then stop. Like, no, then. no, no, not yeah. everybody wins. You took the chance. Like, listen, I'm the biggest left wing Democrat in the world. But if you want to decide to do an entertainment industry job, okay, then you are throwing your craps. That's not working at all state. That's not something yeah, where, like, yeah. you're guaranteed. You should have your – as an American, you should be able to work, make a living, and have health care. I believe that. But if you're going to say, fuck it, I want to be the next Bill Burr, then you're taking that risk, buddy, okay? And you don't get a consolation prize if you don't get it. 
And it takes and it takes. Well, they're not really taking consolation prize. It's not like orange. It's not like fucking trophies at a soccer game of kids. Ruined because then they're able to be advertised to clubs as this guy's been on Fox. But he hasn't. But he has. So then it takes. <laughs> it takes. That's real though. So yeah, but then it yeah. takes but he hasn't. Away. But he has. Man, we all worked our asses off to get that first spot, and we ended. Yeah. It. No. It's, and we yeah. beat people out for it. And yeah. you know what? That's the name of the fucking game, man. Not everybody walks away with a gift bag. That's not what this career is. You know. And I, I, I see your and point. It hurts but it's our like. Shit. When those people get stuff, and I'm, I'm sorry, well, to be it's a not dick. them as it is the show itself. It's not their fault. It's not their fault at all. It's right. it's it's the it's the people who are manipulating those followers. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and it, somebody, yeah. a young comic, just asked me the yesterday. He goes, I, "I got offered to do this. Should I do this?" And I said, "Absolutely not." Yeah, because you're funny enough in a couple of years that you're going to get something and you're going to regret. I was sitting in a bar with a late night booker, and I won't say who it is. Laughs came on. I'm not making this up for the sake of the story. And he goes, "No one who's on that show will ever be on my show." Oh shit! He said that, you know. It, mm-hmm. So they're fucking themselves, and yeah. they're also fucking the industry because yeah. there shouldn't be that. Because you're making it acceptable to yes. It's yeah. just, and also they, they, there's something that you hear about entertainment. I think is so real. It's like this is the only business where you can die from encouragement. And oh it's yeah, like you know, oh, it's 100%. like you mean by having an inflated yeah, head? Ju- and, no, and, just like just enough where it's like, all right, Sean's like, look, man, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna go work for my dad. I'm gonna, you know, be a pipe fitter, or whatever, right, make right. sixty grand a year, be fine. Yeah. And then you get this, and it's just enough to get you through two more years. Yeah, you yeah, know. And then yeah. it's like, hey man, so and so's gonna take you on the road for six weeks, and then you look up, and now you're fucking forty three. When if you had stopped and you got a real job when you were thirty six, yeah. you yeah. would probably have some real shit. At some point, you but, can't be futoning it up. I know. You know, like and then, but then there's also the argument at the end of all this, where it's like, but the base, the at the base. Who am I to tell anybody they shouldn't do anything? Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because then you come off, then you come off like, what are you, the, the arbiter, arbiter? No, you, I mean, obviously you can't like, say that. Right, but, but it's, just, it's just, it's opinions. It's just opinions. But I mean, like, because the other side of it is like, well, fuck you. You, you, you did it. Maybe when you were three years in, maybe, you know, I should have told you you shouldn't do it anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. So I it's guess. just, it's like I, you can't put, you can't impose your opinions I'm on. I'm not saying everyone's got to get a certain thing first when they start. But that's not real. Whatever. But yeah, no, it's and not you, real. And you it's also real. know when you're progressing. Like I remember seeing first. I remember seeing both of you guys for the for the first time, yeah. and I was just like, "Yeah, you just can tell. Yeah. You just can." Yeah. tell. I remember sitting with comics. I remember I was like, "Cause I didn't know you." And I think I saw you at Caroline's. Oh really? And uh, yeah, and I was just like, "Who the fuck is this?" Yeah. <laughs> I just like you just know when you know, somebody's fucking much. funny. Yeah, yeah. You know when you see, it, and it's just like no matter what. Pro- progression our careers are going our friends careers are going it just makes sense like yeah. it just sense. And, yeah. and there's a like there's never been like man i ain't heard from dan st germain in four and a half years like no you're around you're your right. name yeah, exactly. is places and it, it's just like when this when anything's working the way it should be working it, it it'll make sense in a certain kind of way it may not be perfect all the time but right. it's, it's like you said if there's a guy who's about to quit or probably should quit and he gets something like this or he gets something similar. He wins some fucking contest at some yeah, Indian yeah, casino yeah, in Milwaukee yeah, yeah. and it's three thirty five hundred dollars and it gives him enough to get through the summer and now he's got a bunch of shitty one-nighters, you know. Yeah. It's right, like, right, right, what right. is the point? You know, it, it, It's a real thing and everybody's like, well, what's, what's my dreams? Look, dude, anybody that's really in comedy knows that there's levels. And yeah. there's like almost like a minor league circuit, yeah. and these rooms that these people have to play, and the places they have to stay, and the fucking drunk shitheads they have to perform in front of, 
is not a, it's not cool. And I know right. it's again it goes back to your point, like well that's their point. But maybe somebody needs to be like, hey man, you're better than this. You might this might not be working. Yeah. Because I I don't know where I would be if if I had another. Five years of comedy condos are staying where they're like, oh, yeah, Sean came. He's the master jizzing in the bed. It's hilarious. Like, yeah, literally, yeah, there are people, yeah. their condos. It's like, oh, my God, this guy took a shit in the drawer. It's like yeah. people have to stay there next week. Like, yeah. that, that really is not yeah, okay. Yeah. No, it's the shittiest thing yeah. ever. I had it, I had it from, from the beginning, and it's also just me not being very confident, like a very confident person overall. But I had a thing from the beginning where when I first started, I was like, Oh, I just want to see if I can do this, and I'm like, I, I love this, and I really want to do this, but I'm gonna give myself a year. If I improve in a year, I'll keep going. And then I had it in my head, like, I'll give myself, I'm gonna five years, I'm gonna check in, and I'm gonna, you know, I had that in my head because I didn't want to be the guy who was delusionally doing it, and then behind my back, everybody's going, this fucking guy stinks. Well, right. by the, well, that, I think it brings up because I want to just get back to the podcast a little bit, but like, you were talking about like, what do you think is the dumbest career move you've made? Because you were talking to me, oh, you've mentioned cruise ship Man. a little bit, like, so was it many. Red, how? I mean, like, what was that? What, what was the cruise ship life? The like? cru- heard, <laughs> cruise ship life. No, I mean the com- I've heard it's, it's way different from, from thug everybody. life. That's not. I don't know if we've ever talked about cruise ship comedy on the show, have we? Ah, uh, we might have. We uh, maybe briefly, but it's, somebody must have. It's. Uh, I got. I got into it in a weird way. I uh, had. I was in the process of moving from Florida to to Cleveland. I wanted uh, to Cleveland to New York. And I won. I did this contest because there was a lot of bookers in the southeast, like the guys that book, like the Atlanta Punchline, the guys that book Charlie Goodnights. Uh, you know the uh, what's what's the club in Nashville? I don't know. God damn it, it. Zanies and Zanies, yeah. yeah. Uh, so all those guys were going to be at this cruise ship contest that was sponsored by Carnival. Yeah. So I did it. Uh, I won it, and but I'd never been on a boat before. I had no interest in working on a cruise ship. Uh, I just want to get in front of those bookers. So I moved to New York as planned. And I get a phone call, and the chick is like, yo, do you plan on ever working a ship? And I was like, no, nah, I never thought about it. And she was like, it was like, it, it, for, back then, it was $300 a day, which is insane money yeah, to me. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, right. when I'm three and a half years in, it's yeah, like, I'm doing yeah. the math. I'm like, if I do four days. Yeah, you're set. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a millionaire. Yeah, exactly. And the thing was, they were, um, this is back when I was Bill Bellamy's opening act. So what, what I would do is I would work a cruise ship. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday I get off a boat and Carnival would fly me like for my plane fare. They fly me to like Kansas City. I'd work the improv with Bill Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then that I Monday I'd so fly exhausted. out to fucking yeah. But I like I needed the money, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got onto these cruise ships, and I see now. I remember hearing Seinfeld say like he started with guys. They were like, I'm just gonna do a cruise ship for a couple weeks, and they're still doing it 20 years later. It's again the red and blue pill of your career in terms of like you can get I mean you're going to kill yeah fucking hot chicks all over the place and you're the only comic so it's like when you get on board you're famous for those 3 days yeah. yeah you are the dude people are excuse me can we get a picture as we just got married like you can really forget that like no one gives a fuck and the mainland else. Yeah, yeah anywhere yeah. else and that's what happens I feel like all these comics do these ships for so long? It's you're out of the country. Yeah. So you you know you like all your connections, all so your. So you bookers. were just like getting laid left and right, just like it was uh, the easiest thing in the world. It was just there, girls everywhere. Yeah. And you're just like you're the guy. You're the guy that comes on, and all, especially like with the staff. You know, you you come on, and you're more. It's more uh, for you. It's just like because because they sign like nine month contracts, so it's yeah. like 
you're around the same fucking waiter for nine months, like, uh, get the fuck out of here. But you come in, yeah. you're on the boat for two and a half days, you're funny, you're doing your big show. Everybody's like, who the fuck is this dude with the baseball hat on? Right, like, right. that's, that. like, so you, I mean, dude, it's, 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 it's good money, especially that point in your career. And I, like, first of all, the drinking. Holy shit. <laughs> it is free drinks, top shelf. I mean, you're getting... Wow. The, the guy that showed me around the first day that I got on board, he was like, you know, okay, here's what, here's where you're going to eat and, you know, have a good time. You go to the club and had partied up. He got fired like four hours later. He was a, he was a ship's photographer. Yeah. <laughs> he got so drunk that first night that we met that he just got butt naked and walked around up deck, like, in front of customers. <laughs> like, there's no rhyme or reason. He didn't hit anybody. He, didn't pull he just was... He didn't try to fuck anybody. Because either. these are... No, he was just... Na- because these are all... Uh, the people that work for Carnival are uh, most... Uh, it's, it's almost like typecasting, but uh, all the waitresses uh, are from, like, Serbia and, like, the Eastern Bloc. Yeah. All the oh, guys wow. that, that clean the deck and clean the floors are, like, Filipino guys. All the guys that kind of, intro- you know, the club hosts is like, are you having yeah, a good time? because they get the, their people they know into those jobs. Yeah, so, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's like, so it's like you have all these, these foreign people and people from Europe fucking drink their face off. Yeah. So at yeah. night, these people are working 14-hour days and they just fucking get ripped. Jeez. And, uh, yeah, I... Um, I, uh, and these I, Serbian girls are probably hot as shit. Some they're just like tall like Russian, Russian girls that don't yeah. know how hot they are. Yeah, they're just like they're just so yeah. many girls the where you're just state like you have... just beaten into their <laughs> It's just like they've been hungry and cold <laughs> for so long they have no idea. It's like you're five eleven. Your bed has warmth. Yeah, <laughs> you have blanket on bed. Yeah. Oh my god. But yeah, just the it's the you you see that especially working on cruise ships it really showed me how industry works in that like. You think you're special with your fucking trip? It's not. It's yeah. just like a McDonald's to them. They come yeah. on, they fucking work you over, they drop you off in these islands, these tourist traps. And it's like, oh, let me braid your girlfriend's hair and fucking. Yeah. It's the same. It's almost like it's almost like a comic that just does the same set every night. Yeah. And everybody's like, this guy's great. It's like, no, he's thinking about fucking, you know, doing whatever tonight. Like this guy's just checked out. Yeah. And that's that's what can happen to you as a, as a stand-up. And I've seen guys that I used to like. Two years later, off the boat, and they're doing the same jokes, and their jokes are just more polished now, and just more like, "Hey, so then, then yeah. I told her, what are we using the pen for? Like, it's just like the yeah. delivery's weird, yeah, and you're just like, yeah. oh, you're like a, a cruise act. Like you kind of watch <laughs> it happen to your friends, and you're like, oh uh, no, yeah. <laughs> we used but to hit mics harder, together, man. I mean, like when I did Fort Waterdale, this guy who was a cruise ship guy opened for me, crushed compared to me. Yeah, you know what I mean. The whole weekend. Well, that was also a rough weekend. That was a rough. Weekend. What happened? You know, I'm from there, so I, I oh, know really? I know about the world. Like That's the, where I started. That so was I, the only like bad review I got. The there. dumbest crowds ever. Those crowds yeah. are fucking so <laughs> drunk <laughs> and so <laughs> stupid. When you started out, did you did you make a lot of? Did you kind of get it quick, or did you make a lot of moves when you got on stage, or you're like, what the fuck did I just do? No, well, I started. The thing is, I had a weird start with comedy, where it's like I was so naive to doing stand up yeah. that I thought to work clubs because I didn't grow up in New York or anything where I was close to entertainment in right, any way. Right. I'm from yeah. Ohio and I moved to Miami for graduate school. So I had no idea. So I thought stand-up was you just did like bar gigs and shit until you got famous. I had no idea like you could oh, middle really? at a club. I had no idea. I didn't know what the fuck a feature act was. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was working shitball hood hood rooms in Miami for yeah. like a year and a half before I did a club. So like when I... When I did my first comedy club, I was like, this is fucking easy. Yeah. Like, I was doing, like, we we used to do clubs in Miami. I just hope 
that there are still a few comics that just came up the fucking hard way. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. a there terrible are. There are. There fucking, we are. came up with just, we had no idea. We're 1,500 miles away from entertainment, which would be yeah. New York City. We would literally go to rooms. It'd be half Cuban, half Haitian. It'd be ladies' night on a Tuesday. And like literally the MC, guys would be playing pool, people playing video darts, taking shots yeah. at their brother. Like, all right. Turn the music off. Hey, listen. Just disappoint everybody yeah. before the show. I didn't yeah. book these guys. It's a comedy show. Already, like, apologizing. Yeah. To, yeah, it's just like, literally, I didn't book them. So if y'all don't like them, you know what to do. Like, that's how we would it's start like, the show. It's I like swear New York, the ambush shows. So yeah. Out of nowhere, it just fucking yeah. starts. It, it's just and it. the people, And then you can't blame people. You almost can't blame people for getting mixed. Like, I didn't come here for a comedy show. And you're yeah. like, well, tough. Here's well, a comedy show. Well, I think that's show. why LA, people who come up in LA and even are really funny and get heat. Sometimes they get their ass kicked because in L.A. there's a lot of good shows. And if you're only doing the good shows here, that then when you get into and these shit rooms, you have no fucking idea yeah. what yeah. to do. You're you not no callous idea. at all. You're not. Yeah, yeah you yeah, have yeah. no idea how to work. And they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. No one gives a shit about this. No one joke gives a I shit. did that Pat Oswald complimented on stage. <laughs> no, because Pat Oswald's not here. He's playing a great room. Yeah, because he's earned it. You're yeah. here, and he also and he played shit rooms back yeah. in the day. So enjoy it. Yeah, you know? that's it, it, and yeah. So that, that you know. So by the time I hit comedy clubs, it I was ready, and I was the house MC down at the Miami Improv, which actually uh, it's since closed, which is amazing. Uh, how you fucking run a business into the ground in a city of seven million people with no other comedy club is amazing to me. <laughs> the, that's like the only person that sells ice cream in Afghanistan. They're like, can't can't get rid of it. Uh, but well, it's Miami. I didn't like Miami when I went. No, there. Miami is like you have to under I, you have to understand what it is. Yeah, it's a sh- you have to come out, acknowledge that this. I mean, there's a bunch of bunch of drunk. Black and Hispanic people, <laughs> you acknowledge it. You talk to them a little while. You yeah. fucking. It's like going to a tiger cage and just understanding. Like, look, I'm not scared of y'all. I know what y'all can do, and yeah. I do respect that you could fucking bite me. But I'm not gonna back down. <laughs> and it's like I would see so many guys come in and just try and go right into their act or right into that, th- and it's just like can't do it. That's because they're too drunk. They're <laughs> drunk and they don't give a shit. And you're not famous, so they really don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. And so you have to go out and just be like, look, I don't give a fuck. I'm an Irish motherfucker. I'm going to drink with y'all after the show. All right. I like this guy. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. You have to do it, whether you want to. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like, what happened in Fort Lawson? Were they just talk? Did you do that? Uh, you no, know, I didn't Did like, you do the hard rock? Yeah, I didn't gloriously bomb. It wasn't yeah. that. But I didn't do well. And right. for sure... There's a guy who's very funny who was in town. He does a guest spots. He struggled he, yeah. really big. And he went up before me, and before that was this cruise ship guy, incredibly nice guy. He you can say his there. name. He's not listening to podcasts. I'm not gonna, yeah, it's a. He, I don't think he does it anymore. But he did like, he did like an Apu voice, you know, shit like oh. that, and that uh, or an Indian voice. I forget what it was. Crushed harder than I've ever seen anyone crush. Shut up. Where, as hard as I've seen Louis crush in front of his audiences, dude. You know, hack shit crushes. Like, crush, and then I got up. And I made a fucking, I think I made a Trayvon joke up front. I did <laughs> well, there something. you go, stupid. Well, I asked, there's like a black family there, and I was like, my first thing I wanted to ask what it was like to be a black family in Florida, because there was a shooting right around then that time, <laughs> oh, and God. nobody liked that at all. <laughs> and then after that, it was just an uphill battle. It was really bad, and it was the only, and I've, me, I've had weekends where I've bombed. I've not done great, but like, 
those clubs have either liked me because they've been like, oh yeah, it was you know, this is the room, you know, like yeah, or they just haven't said anything. But this is the only club that like called up and was like, I don't know about that guy. Uh, you know? Wow, which is yeah. always that's like, did it was it starting to because I I remember uh I worked the LOL in San Antonio. I'm I did, doing River see, Center. I did great in a there. Of years. Yeah, I ate yeah. my fucking dick. In so there. interesting, God like when damn it, they yeah. hated. <laughs> really? What, all the shows? I would Most say like them. four of the six were just That's like so they weren't weird, Fs, they were like, like D pluses. They have to be, like both rooms are probably similar in a weird way. You know, and and you did you do well in Fort Lauderdale? Yeah, I can but you just I'm well, used to those dumbbells down there. But I did well in LOL. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. neither of them are like this is the comedy mecca room. You know what I mean? <laughs> It almost seems like it doesn't even make, you know, like any sense. Yeah, but that's for a lot of their room. It's like, first of all, it's in a casino, so people yeah. are going to be hammered, and they sell those those slushy 151 alcoholic drinks in front of the venue. So when people are waiting for the show, <laughs> they're drinking 151. Are they in those giant novelty cups? Yes, they're yeah, in the yeah. slushy. What do you think? They're in a snifter glass? Like, yes, they're in a fucking giant, embarrassing like, cup. It's like a v- plastic vase. Yeah. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. yeah. It's for you, my lady. Here's a wrap. Your, and you're binge drinking. Yeah. yeah. Someone... I'm so surprised you didn't do I had a great time at that club. I'm surprised oh my God. you didn't do I like the staff. It was just. The, it's... That guy who runs it the best, that British guy. Yeah, he's really nice. It almost is like you're too nice to be in comedy. What's going on? Yeah, but he's too I, classy for comedy. Yeah, but I uh, it was it was still like that weekend was like. Were you just, were you just there. getting up in the morning like fuck? I got to do two shows tonight. I I was more getting up in the morning like what am I gonna do during the day? I remember I struck out with this nineteen year old girl. Uh, I I brought her back to my room and then she like didn't want any of it and then she texted me. You just proved that all men are assholes. No, <laughs> it was like such a strikeout. What? How, how did she? But I mean. She went up to I mean, your I room. Shouldn't. She, yeah, she went up to my room. Was I she giving you beer. vibe, or she was just giving you hangout vibe? I think she, she wanted a. She wanted yeah. beer. <laughs> if I have to be honest, to be honest <laughs> she wanted. She wanted was, beer. I think. I was hoping for that Christmas miracle, but. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, but you didn't. So you got in from teaching. Huh? I got in. I, that's where I started doing stand up. I was just doing stand up at night. I where were you t- teaching? I was teaching in Miami at the school. Oh, geez, class. Yeah, teaching. What's in... the what's the most brutal day of te- like experience you had there? We had to wrap up after that, unfortunately. Oh no, god damn! Oh, so many stories. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Uh, all right. Like, what gonna... was that one hopeless? Like you felt like you were in a documentary about teaching. This is some real <laughs> shit. This might be a weird way to. This is a weird story. I had uh crazy fucking kids in my class and. Yeah. At, oh, I'll tell You're you. Talk, I, this is in New York or this is in Florida? This is in Florida. Okay, I'll, tell okay. my, I'll tell two quick ones real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. One involves actually my honors class, which is weird. And they're both at the end of the year. One uh, one year I was teaching. I taught for five years. And um, this is how long ago it was. I, uh, at the, you know, the last week of school, like, teachers close their books. Yeah. And it's just so you're just watching fucking movies because there's nothing to do. And um, so I rented, like, the Scorpion King or something with, something with yeah. uh, what, uh, yeah, whatever, with the, rock. the Rock in it. Yeah. And, um. So we were just going to watch that the whole week, you know, in 20-minute chunks or whatever. And I open it up, and instead of The Scorpion King, it's that movie uh, <laughs> As Good As It Gets or whatever. Oh, yeah, what, yeah, with yeah. Uh, with Diane Jack Nicholson. Yeah, and yeah, Diane yeah. Keaton. Yeah. Di- no, Diana. Di- no, it's uh, Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt. Yeah, Helen Hunt. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. And and Greg Kinnear. Right, where he's like, he likes her daughter or something like that. Yeah, they start yeah. dating her daughter. No, no, that's, no, that's something's uh, got to give. Something's got to give. That's what it was. Yeah, okay, right, right, so yeah. it's something. And was Diane Keaton in that? Yeah, she yes. Okay, yeah. yes. Yes. She's the mom. Yes, yeah, then yeah. she was. <laughs> and, and I didn't, didn't know. know. <laughs> and 
Uh, it's my honors class, and I asked this girl, I was like, because I had nothing. So I asked this girl, she's like one of my best students. She was like, Mr. Jackson, my mom watched that movie. There's nothing on it. So I'm like, fine. I, and it, I think I didn't say, it wasn't R. It wasn't an yeah, R-rated yeah. movie. And, yeah. and so I was like, I'll just throw it on. So I'm sitting, <laughs> I'm sitting in my class. The room is dark, and I'm kind of like, I don't know if I was nodding off, but just like I was zoning, like, oh, what yeah, am I going to yeah. do this summer? And should I go home to Cleveland, whatever? And I had just like cast my eyes up. And Diane Keaton is fucking fully frontal, <laughs> naked, boobs, bush, because she just comes out of the shower and Jack Nicholson yeah, yeah. comes around the corner like, oh, shit. Like, and I was like, you know, like when you're so stunned yeah. that you can't. And my kids didn't, they weren't really freaking out, but people yeah, were like, yeah. is this going to go down? <laughs> is this the, <laughs> this how we're going to wrap the year up with full bush? With like a 70-year-old yeah. full bush? <laughs> Sucking Diane's naked <laughs> vagina. Um, I was, oh, my God. Yeah, it's so funny. You were like, she gets naked. And I was like, yeah, I yeah. didn't know that. <laughs> and uh, the second one, this one's crazy. I, um. Uh, like I said, we uh, again. It's the end of the year. This is, uh, this might have been my last year teaching. Fuck. Um, and I actually, kind of have a joke about this kid. It's this kid that was involved in this. Uh, at the end of the year, we had, used to have to take the Florida FCAT, yeah. where you would have all the seventh graders, which is maybe I don't know, maybe six hundred, six seven hundred seventh mm-hmm. graders in the auditorium. And they take the statewide test. And again, it's like with two days to go in school. So after this, like the school year is literally over. It there's nothing to do. Like this might have been the last day of school. And uh. <clears throat> You know, they give they give like a four hour block. It only takes like two hours, but they got to give two hours for kids that are slower. Uh-huh. And so wrap the test, and then after that, the school year's over. So kids yeah. are going. People throwing paper airplanes, and yeah, they, even the teachers are checked out. It's like the summer is starting in two hours. The yeah, year's yeah. over. So I'm sitting in my seat, and they're playing some movie, and uh, we kind of let the kids run around, but it's just like don't be a dickhead, just fucking give it. You know. Yeah, yeah. So keep it cool, hot chat. Keep it cool. Just like don't yeah. don't make me get out of my seat. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm sitting there, and everybody's running around going crazy, and I look at this one girl and this dude that I know who are fucking hood kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nice kids, but kind of hood kids. And I'm looking at her, and I look at him, and he's got, like, a winter coat over his lap. And I'm like, what the oh. fuck? Oh, it's just like, shit. this is Florida <laughs> in fucking <laughs> August. You mean draped yeah. over his lap? Like, or? just over his lap. Like, yeah. he is in a wheelchair. <laughs> so, like, he's Teddy Ru- like, he's FDR. Yeah, he really should have had a blanket. <laughs> yeah. So I just see her hand slip under the blanket. And I'm just, like, looking at this, but, like, I can't be like... And she just starts jerking this kid off <laughs> in oh the middle God. of the auditorium. Uh, and it's like everybody else is running around so crazy. No one's, no but one's they noticing. stood out because they weren't, they weren't moving. Everybody <laughs> else is like throwing spitballs and like, yeah, end of the year, summertime, baby. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm just looking at these two kids and I have never been that filled with rage. Uh, uh, like, oh, you I'm, were mad. You oh were my God. Mad. I was so ashamed. For her, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I went up and I fucking like I I ran up, you know, auditorium stairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. ran up and fucking I like lifted this child. This guy, I, this I guy? grabbed her. I grabbed her arm and like just stood. I grabbed her a little too hard. I grabbed her like <laughs> just stood her up and walked around. And he pulled his pants up and walked out. We end up we have to call her mom and we're like, your daughter was performing a sex act. Not only during school time, but during a test. <laughs> during a fucking test. Make a make a standardized test better. And her mom goes. Well, it's over now. Do I need to go get her? Ah, uh, uh, just not that shocked. <laughs> not that shocked. Your daughter's giving an HJ. Uh, oh my God. There. Yes, that's a and real. At that fucking... point, you realize I can't win. Yeah, it's like yeah, this is over now. Yeah. 
Well, hey, Al, thank you so much, man. You were we got to have you back anytime. Like yeah, thanks for joining us, dude. The iceberg here, but um, this is probably coming ahead in what early February? No, I don't know. Hey, January? Maybe. Yeah, bro. Yeah, maybe January. We're basically like we're, we, we're we really backed like up with ten a day, and then we post them. Yes, uh, man. So do you have anything in <laughs> January, or February? <laughs> uh, just go, uh, come out. I do a monthly show. Uh, at the meltdown, it's called "Can I Kick It." Uh, it's it's on Santa Monica here in LA, um, and uh, you know we watch old school hip hop videos from the seventies and eighties with, with the audience. Oh, oh nice! Awesome. Uh, yeah, it's really fucking fun, and uh, we have dates going through uh, through two thousand sixteen. So uh, check it out. Come see us at "Can I Kick It," and that's it. Al Jackson on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, Dan and uh, DS Jermaine on Twitter by my album "Bed of the Good Times." At Shawnee Time on Twitter, SeanDonnellyComedy.com. Thank you so Thank much. You guys. Thank you, Al. That was great. Thanks for listening to the My Dumb Friends podcast. To see our hosts performing live this week, you can see Dan St. Germain in and around Los Angeles. For specific showtimes, go to dansaintgermain.net. Next week, Dan will take his turn up at the SF Sketch Fest in San Francisco. Wednesday, February 4th at 8 p.m., he'll be at the Tabernacle above the Dark Room on Mission Street. And on Thursday, February 5th, he'll be at the Punchline at 8 p.m. For more info, go to sfsketchfest.com. Sean Donnelly will be at Uncle Vinny's Comedy Club in Point Pleasant Beach, New York. I'm sorry, New Jersey. This Friday and Saturday, January 30th and 31st. So, at Uncle Vinny's in New Jersey, this Friday and Saturday. For more dates, go to SeanDonnellyComedy.com. We have something in the mailbag this week from Daniel R. Gant. He's writing to us again. Uh, He's noting that, uh, actually he'll say here, uh, I was shocked at how great Dan and Sean got along in the last podcast I listened to. He's talking about the recordings that uh, Dan and Sean did in Los Angeles after a little bit of a break. Uh, Daniel Gant goes on to say, I think the time apart has been good for both you guys. The podcast is good, and I think you guys are really funny. So um, he also goes on to say how uh, he uh, still likes the My Dumb Friends podcast the best after listening to a bunch of other podcasts. And that recently he listened to one uh, whose humor got really dull after about 30 seconds. And the two comics he was listening to, uh, which we're not going to name here, but they made Sean look like a Rhodes Scholar. So thank you, Daniel Argant. If you want to write to us, please send us an email to mydumbfriendspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at dumbfriendscast. Thank you. The My Dumb Friends podcast is part of the All Things Comedy Network. For other cool podcasts, go to allthingscomedy.com.